Welcome to Into the Filmverse, a movie fan podcast where we just talk about movies. I'm Mitchell Chandler. And I'm Brass Payne. And uh, today on the season four, episode one, we are going to talk about My Neighbor Totoro, Studio Ghibli's 1988 film, and our worst films of 2022. Um, I guess we should just jump into it here. So uh, we decided for, well, I guess um, we should also say, you know, thanks for joining us back here for our season four, uh, episode one here in 2023. I know season three was like three episodes long. Yeah, season three was like three episodes long. We're finally back. Um, definitely here to produce some more great content for you guys. Um, don't want to go too much into that, but definitely glad to be back. Um, and back here with, with this animated film. Um, the whole month of January, we're going to be talking about animated films. We're doing themes. Themes, exactly. Um, so, so exciting. And today, I decided to go with My Neighbor Totoro. And the reason I decided to go with this was mostly because I've been putting out Studio Ghibli films for the longest time. I just don't want to watch these films for one particular reason, and it's because I don't think that I'm going to vibe with them. I just I, I I know a lot of my friends and a lot of, I know a lot of people that love these films and I don't want to disappoint them by not liking them, especially when you know I'm known as my friends as like partly being the the movie guy, and I have to say um, that I'll have to reveal to you in a minute here what I thought, but that was the pretense I went into seeing this one and knowing that I'm gonna finally sit down and watch this film, um, and I feel like this was a pretty much of a staple of of Studio Ghibli films is Totoro. Um, it's definitely their like I would say their most iconic and spirited way. Right. So that was with the pretense I went into seeing this film. Now I'll have to tell you that I did love the animation of this film, and I think that's something that Studio Ghibli always nails down, except if they're doing the Baby Yoda Grogu thing that oh, they just released on Disney Plus. Irig and the Witch, dude, that it was garbage. That was their last feature length movie, and I hated that. Granted, I haven't seen a lot of the Studio Ghibli films, so I mean, I, this is really my journey into this. I've seen Princess Minoke. I've seen um, what's the other one that I just watched? Um, was that it? No, there was another one, but I can't remember off the top of my head. But I know I watched another one recently that I had. The, oh, uh, Spirited Away, which was I I, I do like Spirited Away quite. That a bit. one's very good. Yeah, that one, that one is very good. So, um, my name is Totoro. <laughs> I ended up giving this film a three and a half out of five stars. Um, I've like I said, I liked the animation very much. Um, and it very hits it hits that mark of that that adventure, um, that Japanese art style. I just felt the story overall was a little was a little lackluster. Um, I did like the characters, and I even though the little girl was a little screamy for my tastes. I will say yes because I, I well, while I was watching it, I mm-hmm. was just like. Why are you doing this? Like, yeah, it definitely felt so like everything's okay. Calm down. It definitely felt like you felt that Japanese um, anime manga vibes of her just like over the top yelling. Um, I think that's actually one of the reasons I stopped watching My Hero Academia. I, I start I tried watching it, and then the main character just screamed not like nonsense. I was just like, I'm out. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I went to within this, and I definitely. Um, Got past that, and I, I kind of let the story wash over me. I wish they would have done a little bit more with the um, Totoro himself. Yeah, he doesn't do a lot for being, like, the title. Yeah, exactly. I was kind of surprised. So, like, I've seen this before. You know, okay, I, yeah. I didn't really pay attention. My sisters were really into, like, Studio Ghibli. Right. Ghibli, whatever it's called. And so I've seen this in parts, and I think I've seen it, like, once, and it was just, like, forgot it. Mm-hmm. It went right over my head. And I was surprised that, like, the story really doesn't get moving until the last 25 minutes. 
Yeah, I, I'm. I am glad though um, that they didn't. Yeah, you're right. Actually, because that's when she starts like looking for her sister, right? Yeah, and that's literally the synopsis on Letterbox is like her sister goes missing. But yeah, I guess it is. It's, that, that doesn't even happen to the last 25 minutes. And I was like, you know, this is very uh, sudden for this to be like the main plot point, other than like her family like dealing with their issues. Yeah, I mean, because you had the beginning of the film, you know, really just the majority of the film, them moving into the house and then just kind of going back and forth and really just struggling to move into this new place and also just be um, themselves here and just kind of being like just children, I guess, just to be in themselves. Um, I just felt like the, yeah, I really didn't know, no real drama happened until the end of the end of the film where um, really, I mean, I guess Totoro showed up when she ran away. And then, you know, she tried getting them to believe in Totoro, which, I mean, I think the one sister did, you know, set up kind of believing. Actually, even the father, I did appreciate that, is that none of them, they even... The, none of the parents were like, yeah. you're telling lies. You're, you're lying. <laughs> you're like, stop stop believing them. Like, he, he embraced Totoro and like... Um, yeah, because he tells them about the suits brides. Like, yeah. he believes in this stuff too. Exactly. And that's, I did appreciate that very much. Like, that it wasn't like you're... One of those things, like where your parents disagree, and they either tell you stop believing in fairy tales. Yeah, because the parents were very like believing. They were just like yeah. accepting it. They're like, yeah, no, it makes sense. You probably saw, it. you probably saw it, and they're just like, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would, I will say though, the parent was. I mean, I think this is just a culture thing, but I was a little weirded out when the, he was having a bath with all of his kids naked. And I was just like, what is going on? <laughs> I I think the first time I watched it with my little sister, I asked the same thing. I was like, what is happening? And she's like. Well, it's just something they do, and I was like, "Yeah, you just accept that." Like, I yeah, just, I feel like that'd be kind of awkward. I, I guess Especially because like they're older children. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I have to imagine it's just like a culture thing, and you know, especially being close with the family, and like, I, I, I guess I get it. It just it threw me off for a bit for a second there. You know what threw me off? I forgot the mom was in the hospital for the first like thirty minutes, and so I was like, Is "She dead?" So like, okay, <laughs> one of the, one of the things that bothered me, or sorry, not bothered me, but going into the last act that would have ru- ruined this film for me is I thought they would have they were going to like kill the mom. And if they had done that, I think I would have just rated this film like super low because to to kind of go through like a meandering um like film and then for it to just end just so like abruptly. Not abruptly, but just like on a sour note. Sour note. It's just like that's what you're going to leave me with and then I, but I'm glad they didn't go that route. I'm really glad. Honestly, it, it ended really fast for me. Like, the movie went by really fast, and then, like, after I finished it, I was like, you know, not much really happened. Yeah, no, that's exactly how I felt, too. Especially because that this film is so highly regarded in, in uh, Studio Ghibli fans, and you see a lot of people having Totoro uh, plushies and Totoro, like, uh, stickers, and I just know a lot of people that love I wonder Totoro. If, I wonder it's if just, it's, like, an age thing. Like, they see it at, like, a, like, an age where they really appreciate it, and since we're older, we just don't feel that kind of... Yeah, I amusement. could definitely understand that. I mean, I, the way you look at, like, films <sighs> that you saw as kids versus, like, what you see as adults, and it's not the same at all. Yeah, because I know my, my oldest sister, she loves Totoro. Like, she had a backpack. She has it yeah. tattooed on her. Like, she she loves Totoro. I will say Totoro is cute. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I, li- I like him, and I like, like, with his philosophy, like, this philosophy of being, like, a... a ju- well, that's one of the things I appreciated, too. He, like, seemed very scary at first, especially with his voice and, like, the way he acts. But like she, but the girls never treated him like he was something scary, like a freak. Yeah, they're just like he's fluffy. Because an easy thing to do would be like you know with a deep gravelly voice like that, and like, and especially being a giant monster, even being fluffy, you'd think they'd be like immediately scared of him. But they weren't, and I appreciated that. I will say when this ended, I was disappointed. I thought it would be a lot better, and so I gave it a three out of five. 
No, that's I fair. thought I was like, this is just an average Studio Ghibli movie to me, and maybe like it just didn't have the visual. It didn't grasp me visually as like other Studio Ghibli films have. Yeah, I wish it would have just taken it beyond <laughs> just like a simple story. I mean, I I, ex- I I don't know why I expected it to do, to do that, but this was just a very simple, elegant story um, that I don't think I, I don't I didn't not enjoy it. I just think it was I just um, think it had a little bit more room to improve. It was just really simple for me. Yeah, I just definitely. like I could see. I understand why people love it. I do too. It, it makes a lot of sense. It's just not something that I would gravitate to if I had to pick a Studio Ghibli movie. Yeah, no, I, I can it's, see that. I mean, the first thing I want to choose is Spirited Away because that's just really oh, it's film. fantastic. Spir- um, Spirited Away is just like with all the creatures and is visually just appealing to me. But Totoro is just missing that spirit, the supernatural element for me. Yeah, I, I think the one thing I will say about this though is that it definitely didn't detract me from going to see other Studio Ghibli films. I definitely want to start checking out the other ones. I think uh, Ponyo is one that I've always been really interested oh, that one's in. Cute, I like that one. Um, Would you watch this in theaters? Uh, I don't know if I would ever really want to watch this again, to be honest with you. I mean, I would maybe if I had like, friends that were really into it and wanted to watch it or somebody I knew that really liked it or hadn't watched it. The, re- the reason but, I ask is because, like, every year they do, like, a Ghibli fest. I have seen that, yeah. And so I'm, I've been interested to go watch, like, these in theaters just because I think... I, I would watch Spirit Away. I don't know if I would go see this one specifically. I mean... I wonder if it would change my opinion, though, just seeing it on the bigger screen. If it would, like... I, I would get more div- like enveloped by what I was watching. I know, I, you know, I, 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 my gut reaction just to say probably not, but then again, I, I, I could see it definitely giving you an extra experience with the with the sounds and the, the especially with the nature that they do, um, in this film and how it like, you know, the forests are, like in raptures and and even Totoro's voice and how it could amplify with the speakers and the screen, the bass, <laughs> yeah, the bass exactly. Um, I, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it, you know, so I definitely wouldn't. I don't know. It's, it is definitely one of those I feel it would sell out really fast, though. Oh, I think they always do. Yeah, you yeah, have people that like love a, seeing it. I think the last one we, that I saw going in theaters was Spirited Away. And I was thinking about going to watch it, but every single time I'd go, like, I'd look at the tickets, it was, like, almost sold out. And I was like, you know, I just don't feel like being in that crowd. <laughs> no, I understand that. <laughs> I definitely do. But I just, you know, theaters create better experiences, and I, especially because I think I watched this at, like, 10 a.m. and, like, a bright, sunny room. And I was just like, this just doesn't click for me. Yeah, yeah, I felt the same way. I mean, I just I watched it and I was like, that was decent. It's it wasn't a, it's a cute movie, it exactly cute. It just reminds me of like an, a very simple, elegant day in the life with a t- fantastical twist. You know, uh, and maybe, it, and it really it's just too simple for me. I just like I I want more. Me too. Especially when you have this giant creature and a cat bus and all this. I'm just like, you have all the, these. Okay, <laughs> the cat bus was terrifying. <laughs> I was terrified, bro. <laughs> I, that, I was like, the, why would you get into that? Like, it's body elongated, and then, like, I don't, I don't know how the girls trusted it. I was, y'all so brave. Like, it just looks like a brave. soft, it just looks like a soft bus. Yeah. It was, well, also, but, that sequence ended really fast. I, like, I always thought that was a bigger thing that happens in the movie, and then it just kind of ends, and then I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Everything yeah. just ends so fast. Well, I, you know, part of me wonders if I'm missing some sort of metaphor um and all this and there has to be something to do with like kids and like their fear of like mothers passing or parents going away the reason i say that is because specifically there's one scene that i thought about it i was like okay maybe this isn't happening the way i think it is is um it's at night and the dad is working on stuff and then the the sheet they they planted seeds and the trees grow the trees grow and then he looks back out and the tree isn't there the trees aren't there the next day 
And so I'm like wondering if is any of this actually like happening the way I think it's happening, or is there some sort of metaphor beyond what I'm seeing? And I'm just like, I don't know. I'd have to like re- rewatch it or really think about it in that light um, to understand. But yeah, I just, I just, that definitely like piqued my interest because up until then, and even sort of after afterwards, it all seemed legitimate. Like that was all, like they were all seeing Totoro and they were seeing the cat bus and they were seeing these things and these things were actually happening. But then when the trees grew and then they, and then the next day it was just the sprouts. I was just like, okay, so is this stuff not happening? I'm confused. They're, they're dreaming. Yeah, I don't, I don't not, actually know, to be honest. I kind of probably missed that scene because once yeah. then I was like 10 a.m. and not really paying attention. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, I, I, I was paying attention, but like th- I would like look away and then I'd look back and be like, oh, we're in a new scene. Neat. Yeah, I mean, like a lot of the <clears> scenes, <throat> none of the scenes were like particularly dramatic to keep you riveted in. You know, you kind of had to struggled. Had to stay I struggled. Paying dude. attention. And I think like because my grandma was in the room and mm-hmm. she kept like talking to me and I was just like. Kind of what I'm trying to watch. This movie. <laughs> You're like my neighbor Todd Rope. <laughs> no, I understand. But she she really likes the movie. My grandma like thinks it's adorable, and we talked about it. And I was like, I just don't think it's for me. And she's like, I didn't think it would be. No, I, I, that's <laughs> the thing that I I want impressed on everybody is that not every film was not every film was going to be for everybody. And while I did find enjoyment out of this, and I definitely think Todd Rope's cute, um, and the animation style is beautiful. I just um I I think typically something that's faster paced and just off the walls bonkers is usually a little bit something more along the lines of what I appreciate and look for in film. Uh, I definitely, I don't know. It just, it just didn't click for me. So, um, I want to hear from you guys. What did you think about, uh, or what do you think about my neighbor Totoro? Do you like it or Studio Ghibli in general? Leave a comment. Let us know. Yeah. Leave a comment wherever tell, you're tell watching. Us if we're just entirely wrong. Yeah. I mean, we, could, we could be entirely <laughs> wrong. I mean, film could just not be subjective. Um, no, it's okay. I'm <laughs> just kidding. We, we can have a conversation. <laughs> yeah. Let's about have a, it. no, dude, I know you're, I'm messing with <laughs> Yeah. No, have, let's have a conversation. Uh, tell, tell us what you think. We'll, um, we'll respond. Definitely. Um, now following up with that, we want to talk about our worst films of 2022. Um, now often I like to say we really want to be known for what we love. Um, that's the main goal, but we do like to talk about what we don't <coughs> like sometimes. Um, and this time, um, I'm going to leave, uh, let Bryce kind of <laughs> lead, lead the charge here. Um, what are your top 10 worst films of 2022? Um, and we'll take this one by one, kind of start with your 10. We'll talk about it, go to your nine. Okay. Um, and I won't really re- reveal what's on my list at all. So I'm going to I'm gonna try to keep away from those obscure, weird movies that I watch just simply to watch them. Okay. Because I feel like that's not fair. And like I'm going to be like, what about this movie? And you're going to be like, what the fuck is that? And you're like, honestly, I don't remember. So <laughs> we'll just stay away from those. I'll go through movies I think that I did not enjoy, but other people probably did. <laughs> okay, I feel you. Um, I'm going to start off with the first one that I see going down, uh, Pray for the Devil. Okay, so this uh, this is interesting. Now, tell me a little bit about why you didn't like it. It is so not scary. <laughs> okay, you know, see, the funny thing about this film, this film, is that I was looking forward to this film all the, year. The trailers look fantastic. Yeah, like, yeah, this is probably one of the best looking horror movies for trailers. And but correct. then the ending is ass. Like the whole movie is completely written terribly, paced wow. terribly. There, there is no scares at all. It's all just like they talk about things. Now, They're just like. Ghosts are scary. I'm like, then show me. <laughs> Ghosts are scary. <laughs> and then there's like this girl who I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna spoil this. I'm gonna go fuck. But um, yeah, I mean, we, there's, we a, can... there's a girl who's like possessed, and mm-hmm. like the twist they do for this girl is so goddamn predictable. 
and I hate movies where it's like a twist, but it's a predictable twist, which is a theme you're going to see. It's a theme you're going to see in this. Some of these movies, including some of you've seen with me, yeah. the twists are terrible. And like, if yeah. I can tell a twist before a halfway mark, right. it's not a good movie. I And when the thing is, they're so cocky about it when they reveal this twist. Okay, see, that's different. They're, yeah. they're, they're like, oh, you wouldn't have known? It was like, it's so goddamn obvious because there's <laughs> no other person it could be. <laughs> okay, see, so yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like when. Well, the, yeah, see, that's annoying. Was like when they're a little bit pretentious and, and lame about the twist, like as if you didn't see it. But what I will say with this film, now correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't this tra- these trailers start before the COVID? Thing? Yes, it was supposed to come out like yeah. a year and a half ago. Yeah, exactly. So I and I think I I want to say it was even named something it different. It did have an entirely different name. Okay, yeah, which is why thought. when we first saw it, we're like, oh man, this looks really good. And then we like. I feel like we've heard of this before. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, when the, when the trailers first came out for this, I was super excited for this because I loved the look of it. You know, it's about this um, lady who's a she's, a... she's a nun. That's it, a nun, and, and she goes she to... she has to learn how to do exorcisms. That's exorcisms for this girl that looks creepy. She's just wrong. And, and she starts talking about her mother and how her mother was a nun, I think. No, her mother was possessed. Or her mother... Yeah, I mean... Or her mother was possessed. And then the possessed... Like, the ghost that possessed her starts possessed and starts trying to go after the woman and that's all in the tra- i mean that it's was in the, in the trailer yeah and it looks amazing because it, it's like yeah, who, it could, who could be possessed like he could be anyone could be possessed it's like but the execution is terrible and we watched this in d-box which I, if you sad. don't know what d-box is the seats move when you're watching the movie like yeah. with the movie and it's terrible it's the worst d-box experience i've had in my life i was that like i paid sad. so much money for this and my wife was absolutely livid <laughs> like she she was literally looked at me and was like I can't believe you spent an extra eight dollars a ticket for this. Sit. And I was like, I'm totally sorry. D box is usually really good. Ouch. No, I definitely understand that. So, what do you have at uh, the next one up there? Okay, so so the next one is right next to Pray for the Devil, uh, the Invitation. Uh, yes, I know you watch this one too, and you know I'm I'm sure there's worse movies, but just like looking at this, I'm like, that was crap. Yeah, no, the Invitation, <laughs> not great, bro. Which I mean, it's crazy. These are both horror movies because I love horror, but mm, yeah. The invitation is about a woman who like learns about her family, mm-hmm. and then she travels to them and, tra- and like spends a wedding with them. And then this is in the trailer. Yeah. She finds other vampires. That's dope as hell. She's trapped in the house with a bunch of vampires, which makes me think of like Ready or Not, mm-hmm. which is a fantastic movie. Amen. But no vampire things happen until the last like twenty minutes of this two-hour-long movie. Yep. <laughs> yep. And that's that's the that's what uh, I did was so uh, unappreciated about this film was that in the trailers they revealed that they were vampires and that she had to like fight them or you know do some ready or not type um, action film action horror and then like you just said you get to you get to the film and nothing no like real action or horror element happens until the last twenty minutes of this film. I, I'm pretty sure I texted you like an hour in and was like, "Where's the vampires?" Where, where is it? Because I know they're vampires. I, I know so that going in. Like, where are they? And then it just didn't happen until the last like twenty minutes of the movie. And I was like, why would you even market it as that? It was, we'll see. <laughs> it was another. It was another great representation of how good you can make your trailers look for a crappy movie. The Transformers effect. <laughs> <laughs> just making great trailers for terrible movies. Okay. Okay. So so number three, and I don't know if we're gonna have a great time talking about this. Blonde. Netflix's Blonde, the Marilyn yeah. Monroe biopic. So I, I opted not to see this one just because. I don't blame you. <laughs> um, I mean, it just it was three hours long and people were just not great. And I just I I did put it on at one point. It just kind of didn't look like it was for me, so I just didn't just had not to watch it. This is a movie that just proves to me that men should not direct movies about women's life because typically they don't do a great job and they misrepresent it. 
Is that kind of typically because there are outliers. Yeah. But this was one of those things where it's like the guy just wanted to make like this over sexualized version of Marilyn Monroe. And was like, people will love it because she's a sex icon. It's like, well, she's more than that, but cool. Thanks for doing the bare minimum. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, because she's like, she's a sex icon. Yes, but also. (laughs) She she did more than that, and it's not all that she was. And it's so overly sexualized for no reason. The first thing I think about Marilyn Monroe is just like, I mean, yes, I mean, you have that part of it, but it's like actress. And, you know, she seemed more of like a. I don't know, like you know, you know that poster that like, she can do it. I think I have more, her more like that than I do as a sex icon, right? But I mean, for I do anyway. It just it bothers me because within the first like ten minutes, it's already going into like nudity, and half the nudity and like oversexualization just feels wrong, not needed. Yeah, it feels like they just did it to did it for to do it for that NR rating and for that um, what's it called advertisement kind of thing, like the word of mouth. Like, oh my god, it's so. It's got this rating. It's going to be so amazing. X-rated movie on Netflix. Right. It's just like you have no reason for that to be there. It is not needed for the movie. It is not needed for her life. It is overdone for no reason whatsoever. Now, I don't want to sidetrack the conversation too much, but I did. S- some people were saying that, like, I don't know. I was, I was looking. I saw on Twitter that a lot of people were talking about this film bombing. I don't know. Have you seen anything about that or flopping? Blonde? Yeah. Which I didn't. Okay, I, no I reason, didn't know it had a theatrical release. It to didn't. Be honest. It didn't. That's why I, I was confused. What they meant maybe, by flopping? Maybe, by, maybe just because like ratings are terrible. I don't. know. That's probably what they meant. I don't know. But I just didn't like a lot of people were talking that's about not, that. Way, that's but. not how you word that though. But I know. Okay. I know. That's what I was confused on. But okay. So, so moving on from Blonde, it's just not worth watching. It was a disappointment. Um, I don't know if you saw this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the new Firestarter. Uh, Zac Efron. Zac Efron, Stephen King adaptation. So it's not the worst movie. No, it's just a bland movie. I think without Zac Efron, this would have been worse. Zac Efron is the only reason. I Actually, had any good in it. I feel like that's the only reason I watched it. To be honest with you, <laughs> I feel oh, like you did watch it. Yeah, I did. I was like, I don't know if you did. All I know is I did not like it. <laughs> uh, if yeah, all I know is that in that film they have the the line "liar, liar, pants on fire," and that that basically <laughs> seals the fate of that film. <laughs> It's so bad. Yeah. And it had so much hope, and I wanted to like it, and it just wasn't good. Nah, it wasn't. Okay, so you want to know my next one? Sure. Because I, like, I don't really remember Firestarter that much. I'm pretty sure I was not in the right state of mind when I watched it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I went to a theater to watch this. I went out of my way to watch this next wow, one. Wow, you did? Oh, this next one? What's the, what was it? Jeepers Creepers Reborn. Well, I don't even... I don't know. It's, it's a soft reboot to the Jeepers Creepers franchise after Jeepers Creepers 3, which is another movie I saw in theaters that was terrible. Okay. I think I overpaid to watch this for 50 cents. Overpaid for 50 cents? <laughs> what? It's, Ouch. It's not. It's like it's. It's. I don't even know how to explain it. It had hope. I had, I had, it had a lot of promise. Mm-hmm. Not very good execution. Ouch. That hurts. <laughs> that hurts. I mean, uh, was there any. Like, I mean, so Jeepers Creepers. I mean, I'm, I don't I, even know what the franchise is about, to be honest with you. Uh, the guy eats people and takes their parts, parts of their bodies to replace his own. Okay. The premise of reborn is he's trying to impregnate a girl to be reborn in a younger body. Yeah, that sounds weird. It's not good. <laughs> no, it doesn't sound great. But even when I saw it in theaters, I remember getting in there and I knew this was going to be terrible. I went mm-hmm. into this knowing it was going to be terrible and I only went because it was 50 cents and I was yeah. like, screw it. I'm going to go watch this for 50 cents. That's not Regal, by the way. They have a great movie thing going for like $18 a month. You can watch any movie you want for 50 cents. Mm. It's a pretty good deal. But I wouldn't pay, I paid 50 cents for this. And uh, I got there, and I looked in there, and there was, like, eight people in that theater with me. And I was like, why are you here? <laughs> why are you here? <laughs> wow. And then, like, 
I spent the whole movie just being like, are they still here? Dude, nobody walked out. No, not not wow. a single person. And I was like, but this is terrible. And I know it's terrible. And I'm just staying because it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's hilarious. Um, this, this next one. What is that? Four? This one's about right now. Okay. No, that's five. That's five. That's five. Okay. So we're on oh, six. Track. <laughs> <laughs> Hotel Transylvania. Transformania. I forgot that even came out this year. See, there's a lot of these films, and like even the ones you're mentioning that I know that you like you're bringing up that I remember them like coming out. Um, because I know there's a lot more you've watched that like just nobody's ever probably ever heard of. <laughs> yeah, I'm a weird like that. I'll just like, yo, this Danny Trejo movie that's terrible. <laughs> I'm gonna watch that. But um, yeah, this Hotel Transylvania movie, they got rid of Adam Sandler. Who did he play? It's a dude off TikTok. Who, no, who I'm saying? Who did Adam Sandler play? Dracula. Oh, okay. Adam they, Sandler played Dracula. Adam Sandler was Dracula, and they recast him with a TikTok person. Hmm. That sounds and to great. me. That my first thought when I heard about that was like, that has to be a budget problem. Yeah, they just didn't that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Sandler. He doesn't sound terrible, but you can tell it's not Adam Sandler. Does he try doing like an Adam Sandler like yes. voice? Okay. And it it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember what I wrote. All I know is a. Uh, Oh, yeah. Somebody's review, I, I quoted it. It says, you can't judge it too hard. It's a kid's movie. I hate that. And I was like, Puss nah, boots. this was terrible. <laughs> no, see, the, I don't know. We, we could go into a whole debate about, about kids' movie versus, like, you know, you can't, or, you, you know, you can't judge this movie because, uh, like, yes, we still can because we're, ha- we're there to have an experience regardless of whatever it might be. And I think Puss in Boots is a great example of uh, something. Puss, Puss in Boots is fantastic. That's something I'm going to throw up to everybody that says, or, you know, the, Puss in Boots, the last one specifically, the new one that came out um, in 2022. And I am going to specifically bring that up whenever somebody says, you know, kids movies, you know, it's, you know what are you t- talking about? It's supposed to be a kids movie. That's supposed to be a kids movie. And it's so good for adults. So good, yeah. But Hotel Transylvania is not good. And that, no. was on, that was an Amazon Prime movie. I've they, never they, seen any of them. They went straight to streaming, and I remember going to Cinemark, and they had posters being like Hotel Transylvania, and I was like, "But it's not coming to theaters." Was that is a it? Warner Brothers film? I don't remember. It's, I know it was. I know it got put on Am- on Prime Video for like oh. streaming. Mm. I think it was Prime. But uh, I remember seeing like the little advertisements at the theater and being like, "But it's not even coming to theaters anymore. Get rid of this." I just can't wait. The to movie be- was so bad they didn't even do a theatrical <laughs> run. That's a red flag. Yeah, it is. Yeah, hundred percent. Especially when it was like, "Yo, watch this in theaters." They had advertisements in theaters and then they pulled it. Yeah, that's bad. Real <laughs> bad. Honestly, bad for the. You ready? You ready for this next one? This was sure. the uh, the first movie we saw in theaters this year. What's the first or movie last we saw? year? Uh, the three five five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, three five five. My do you, want, do you guys want to know how bad we thought this movie was? We left. <laughs> yeah, walked out. We walked out. Um, and not not because the movie itself was terrible, but because they kept writing in ways to continue the plot of the movie once they solved it. It was so bad that I forgot <laughs> that I watched it with you. That's that's something. <laughs> There is a there is a scene there's a part where they solve the main plot of the movie like they 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 get what they were after the whole movie and it's like forty five minutes in or something like that they fig they figure it out and they just decide like no we're not done yet and then they find a way to get rid of the plot so they can continue the movie see I'm and glad we got to that point and I we looked at each other and was like nah <laughs> we just got up and left I'm glad that you remember any portion of that film because I only remember two things about that film is that they forced no, no I wouldn't say forced the plot is entirely forced the, Not, yeah, they, the plot is forced and the action is just terrible makes you, you want to throw up to be honest with you like, and, it's horrible 
then when they get to the second part where they're like they just forced the plot from the first half back and we were just like we don't want to watch this yeah <laughs> we just left, we just left. <laughs> i remember that 100 percent. so yeah that was like that was our first brand new movie of the year that we saw in theaters and I was, it was a disappointment way to start out the year bro <laughs> i actually killed my movie watching for like eight months yeah, yeah just, like i i quit phew. going to theaters except for like the big releases for eight months because i was just like i don't want to watch anything like that <laughs> It, it, see that's the thing about movies though like you watch one bad film and it really i mean and obviously for us we try to see pretty much everything now but um and uh, you gotta remember like just this okay so like it took me eight months eight months to get back into a theater that was when barbarian came out really before like i would go see like the bat like batman mm-hmm. everything everywhere like those kind of movies i wouldn't go check out any of the small shit because i was just like I don't want a repeat of that. Right. And I think it was like after 355, we had like two more movies after that where I was just like, none of these are good. And I was just like, I'm done. Well, especially when you're in January. And I, I think next year will be a little bit of a different, um, or sorry, this year. I mean, this year's been a little bit of a different uh, game. But I mean, uh, you know, the January is usually the dumping grounds for films. But I'm expecting it this time. Last year we went from licorice pizza. I guess I, really, I didn't really tell you much about that too. Did no, I, really? no. So. I also was just like, oh yeah, let's go see this new movie. And then we got off of the Oscar season, like, in 2021, and then we got into 2022, and I was just like, this is garbage. I don't want to waste my time with this. And I just got depressed and didn't want to go to the theater except for, like, the movies I knew were going to be good. Yeah. I was just like, I'm not risking it. I'm not doing it. It took eight months. <laughs> wow. Um, okay, mo- moving on. This mm-hmm. one is another one we saw in theaters, and I actually think it's hilarious. <laughs> I know it's, it's, it's awful. The Retaliators. The Retaliators. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Wasn't Dane, Dane, no, Dave... Oh, Harry, no. Uh, what's the guy from Clarks? Um, yeah. Oh, God, Brian O'Halloran. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That was the that was the only highlight of this entire <laughs> film. My, okay, so for people not knowing the retaliators are, which I would not blame you if you don't, no. it is a movie with about like a pastor trying to uncover his daughter's murder, and it is star-studded with a bunch of rock musicians yeah and it has them all doing the soundtrack so you got like people from ice nine kills papa roach all those big bands and it is terrible <laughs> it is so bad it, it is so bad to the point that my wife and mitchell both looked at me and was like can we leave and i was just like no this is fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think we, i tried leaving and he wouldn't let me no nah, it it um i couldn't stop every laughing. turn every turn they made just really 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 dumb decisions as far as the story goes and oh, it, just me stupid. Time. it was awful like even the villain like he was like, god damn it he's been in so, he's been in some big stuff i don't remember his name but he's that big dude that's like bald yeah and he's been in so many big things and then like this final battle is so corny and dumb and i was just in there just giggling with like delight of how idiotic it was and then they were just over there like you know the first uh, five minutes of this film actually set up that it could be insane Right, the first remember like the first five minutes we we, we looked at each other like is this actually supposed to be lit? And then after that, it just like it just took like a steep dive into hell. You know, it was okay. horrible. So you know what's crazy though, and this isn't my next pick, but like the, the retaliators remind you of Christmas Bloody Christmas. Yet Christmas Bloody Christmas was so much better. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> I think it might have been like the way these sh- the, the same camera or like the way they you shoot the film. I, it I just, definitely it feels low budget, but it was like we had so much fun with Christmas Bloody Christmas because it was so stupid. But then the retaliators is so stupid, but it's a bad version of that yeah i mean almost in a sense yeah but i think christmas bloody christmas you know we, we went into it expecting it to be like a as c-rated so, as soon as shutter showed up we were just like all right we know what we're getting <laughs> yeah, <Shutter to>. exactly. <laughs> okay okay so uh, so moving on um this one actually is surprisingly pretty biased i see not not biased what's it called where you're like multiple people polarized polarized yeah fall 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, did we see this together? We did. Yeah. We okay. Did. Um. I. Yeah. I just remember seeing this film, and <laughs> and I don't know. Nothing worked for me. Nothing worked for me from the setup of the film to the. I. Okay. So like fall for those yeah. people who don't know is two girls. Well, a girl like boyfriend dies. And then they decide, like, hey, you know, I need to get you out of the slump. Let's take you on this. Let's climb this radio tower. Not tell anybody we're going there. And I immediately was like, that's stupid. And he dies. <laughs> he dies specifically from a climbing accident. Yeah. So the girl. So his girlfriend's all like traumatized, and so they climb this radio tower and get stuck up there. And like the whole movie is them just trying to figure out how to get off this tower. And I couldn't help but be like, you guys just keep making the stupidest decisions you possibly could. Yeah. Like there's a scene where they drop a phone in a shoe. And they're like, we need to pad it. So they like put socks on it and stuff and drop it. And I was like, this is a. Well, these are bra or something too. At one point. Yeah, but this is like the second highest tower in the United States. And they're like, this will work. And I was like, bro, put your shirt. I got the gorilla case. Put, put, your, <laughs> put your shirts around it. Put your pants behind it. Make that shit as soft and as rock hard as you can and then do it. But they're just like, no, shoes will be enough. It, it, honestly, and no, no matter what like, you do, I can't believe it broke. Like, I can. <laughs> I can just did like that because you just dropped it in a shoe. You know what I have seen this movie compared to, which I think is hilarious because I also compared it to what forty seven meters down, which has the almost the exact same premise, but it's underwater. I can see that. Yeah, I mean, well, and it was so much better. <laughs> I mean, I can see that from the perspective of you know you're looking at a, a you know a fear like you have just a very basic fear. This a fall is heights. That one is being deep underwater. I mean, in sharks probably. I'm assuming right. Um and then you know, I mean, I, I could, I could definitely see another film, um, another one where they did this, like just like pitch darkness, something like that, you know. Just simple. It's just, just so simple, simple fear. Um, I just think that from the decisions they made in this film, it just, um, yeah, it just did not work for me either. And then my my final pick, and I could take the cheap route. I could, I could put Marmaduke, <laughs> but everyone knows that's terrible, so I'm not doing that. Yeah, we're gonna do uh, the Bubble by Judd Apatow oh, from my God. Netflix. Yeah, I I don't know. So I I was I don't well I wasn't excited for this film. When I saw the trailer for this film, I was like, this is gonna either be like really cool satire, or it's gonna be hot garbage. Apparently, I didn't watch it obviously because Bryce watched it before I did, and he told me it was hot garbage, and I was like, nope. <laughs> I tried to do a video review on this. I literally could not do it. I could not get through it. I just wanted to yell. Like I hated this so much, and it's like it's full of COVID humor. Which is whatever. I don't give a shit about that. I hate like think of, think of a movie, and I'm gonna use Glass Onion, who uses COVID in a proper way. Yeah, I, I think they did it pr- pretty. Yeah, they're right. But then you get a movie like The Bubble, where COVID's like the, the butt of every joke is just how people are like, I can't breathe in the mask. And I'm like, I oh hate my this. Like it's maybe like it, maybe it'll day. be funny in ten years. I can see that. But yeah. when you're just getting out of it, it's not funny. Yeah, that was the big thing I heard too about it is that they just were making jokes of something that. You know, it was just coming right off of it. We're just like, yeah, we get it. Like, no, uh-huh. there was a, there was one scene where I laughed. One, wow. out of this, and I'm not a comedy person, so take that with a bit of salt. But like, there was one scene where I laughed, and it's just because this guy loses his fucking mind. It runs off into the hedges and is like, "Fuck this shit, I'm out," and it doesn't <laughs> come back. Wow. He, he runs off, and they're just like, "Oh my god!" And he just keeps going, and he falls over bushes and shit. And I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> But everything else just did not work. Wow. And it has so many actors I like, but I was just like, you guys are all terrible in this. Well, I'm sorry that one didn't, didn't live up to your expectations. <laughs> I mean, not that it really had much expectations to live up to, let's be honest. But <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so I'm not, <laughs> not going to spoil what's on his list, but I just saw it. And, like, 
we're gonna have some conversations. Yeah, we're gonna have some conversations. <laughs> all right. Well, that was. Um, I, I don't know if you have the list of stuff. I mean, that what, was all just on my 2022, and I went to like the bottom 30 and just scrolled through. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, if you want to see kind of like, I mean, Bryce's list and um and just kind of what his lists are, you know, go ahead and follow him on Letterbox. Um, at Pain Reviews. Reviews, P-A-Y-N-E Reviews. Look, I brought that back. Awesome. <laughs> I love that. Um, now, for me, I uh, let's just be honest. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to have some hugely controversial films on I, here. I, um, I, that's why I was like, oh, shit, because I looked over and yeah. I was just like, oh, my God, yeah. we're going to have a conversation me, today. <laughs> me, and Bryce, me and Bryce are going to have issues. You're going to have issues with me. I know it's going to be a problem. Look, before I go into this, I'm just going to tell you one thing. Film is subjective, right? <laughs> We all go and see a film, and it hits us in a certain way, and it gets thrown back at us. Um, and you know, I kind of—I ha- have to be honest with you. I'm not gonna—I'm not gonna sugarcoat things. I don't—I didn't put these things on my list specifically because I thought it was illicit responses. I kind of just went through my list and I picked the the ones that a also you know were were the most disappointing, and also I just feel like were the worst for me. I know that's not gonna be for everybody, and I'll, I'll give credit where credits due in, in this list. <laughs> But that's just the that I need I need y'all to know that just so I, I before I go into this so I just, I just like so I'm like damn I probably should have done this and just gone through and been like what's my what's disappointing but I really went through like what did I have on the lowest of my rating but like Jesus Christ all right um at number ten I have smile oh yep you're already starting off on um, all cylinders I see now uh, yeah I mean that's not even the worst one I mean we're gonna get into way worse ones than that but smile is a film that I've seen a lot of people enjoy. Um, and I'm glad people enjoyed it. I really am because I did not have fun with this at all. Um, I think that the premise was great. You know, you see this person smile and, and they, they commit suicide. And then, you know, you then, ha- then you, then you start seeing this, a bunch of people smile and you start seeing things and have things happen to you. And then, you know, in a certain amount of time, basically that you're going to die basically like what is that the ring is that what that's similar to that very very similar to the yeah. ring it's also very similar to it follows which has i don't know if you've seen that i haven't but i the premise a girl, the premise. girl when people have sex the monster starts coming after the person that last had sex and yeah. so it's kind of like an hiv like an like an hiv disease okay so yeah i mean very i mean sort of similar right so it's like a creature hunting them down um so <laughs> the first 30 45 minutes i mean uh, yeah yeah let's, let's go with that um really cool and i love the premise that it sets up and i and honestly i love that they brought a train guy from the boys um love that actor and i thought it was super interesting loved everything they set up and then they went into then as soon as um the lady got the smile uh, onto her it just fell apart completely um i didn't feel any sense of dread at any point from the actual like villain that she was supposed to be running away from um which was just unfortunate because i wanted to and then the ending just felt so, like, haphazardly thrown together. I feel like the actual villain wasn't really that threatening to me at the end. It just, it just felt like she was trying to convince all these people that she wasn't crazy, which felt to me like she's a therapist. She should know how to, like, tell people she's not crazy. I remember we saw this as an early screening. And, like, mm-hmm. we were sitting there and, like, we just couldn't stop being like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, like... Okay, so here's the crazy thing. I thought we were all on the same page. I thought everybody was on the same page because yeah. obviously we saw an early screening. Right. So I was like, um, obviously it's got these big reviews from the from the festivals or whatever. So you know when the movie comes out, everyone will be like, oh, it's not that good. I went to work, dude, and everybody was like, Bryce, have you seen that Smile movie? I and I was just like. I didn't like it. And they're like, what? And I was like, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa! Like you trying to tell me you like that? And they were like, I agree. It's so good. And I was like, 
What? <laughs> like, coming from a... St- I don't know. Maybe it's the fact that, like, it just bothered me, like, intellectually that, that she couldn't convince somebody that she wasn't crazy. Maybe people bought into that, and that's why it works for a lot of people. But that was a majority of the film. Of, the, like, the second to third act of the I film. I just didn't... Like, I expected I it to it. be more. Yeah. And then, like, what we got, I was just like, this just isn't that scary. Like, everyone's like, it's so terrifying. It's like, but it's not. It's literally the ring and it follows. Yeah. No, and, like, I agree. If I've seen movies that follow the similar premise, but do it better, mm-hmm. why would I think this is great? <laughs> yeah. And this is part of me wonders if it's like a thing of us watching more movies. I don't. And, and not not necessarily that that. But I also know there's a lot of people that I know that have seen a lot of movies that still say it's good. Good, and you're I'm right. Like I don't understand where the different where like the difference is, but it it is what it is. I well, will the, say the seeing somebody just stand there and smile though that is creepy. Like that is creepy. The concept I, is creepy. Every scene that like I thought was scary, we've seen in the trailer a million times. That was also very true. That was also that's what, why I was very disappointed by it. You're right. I was like they didn't have anything that wasn't in the trailer that was that was good. And then like it include like the one thing that comes to my mind is where the woman's head swivels yep. down the car window that's a good scene but i saw it so much that i was just like all right yeah cool, in the movie it, it didn't comes. yeah in the movie it didn't it didn't really matter because i've seen it so many times at first when i first saw it in the trailer scary but then when i saw it in the film and i was like eh. yeah because i um, okay first off you gotta say we go to the theater like every week yeah so like we see these trailers a lot we do and that trailer got to the point where i was like oh my god i just want to get over with <laughs> which is normal yeah. But then when you see the movie and everything that's in the trailer is in the movie, but it's like this, all the scary moments are from the trailer, you're just like, why'd you show everything? Everything. Right. Well, okay, so that was Smile. Um, and here's another film that I didn't smile at was They Slash Them. Um, um, what's this guy's name? Um, Kevin Bacon. Yeah, the Kevin Bacon. Um, dude, dude, what was this film? What was this film? It, it like they, they promised us like a um, LGBTQ plus Friday, um, sla- Friday the 13th slasher film. You know, I, I do kind of I don't know. I've started realizing that I've liked this like um, conversion camp, like rebellion type story, like teen spirit. Like I just I don't know. I just love those type of stories. Um, I recently watched Yes, God, Yes. Um, and that was really good with uh, Natalie Dyer. I believe her name, her name is. Um, <clears throat> and so I was really excited to see them follow up with this like a slasher in this in this specific sense um and and it just falls flat the characters are don't even don't feel real like they don't feel like they were written by people stereotypical yeah it feels like they're written people who are making fun of the characters rather than who understand the characters and i know that they got people from the community but it's just it feels like they were directed in such a way yeah that it felt like it was they wasn't them it wasn't genuine it felt like they were caricatures is horrible. Yeah, like it was so stereotype, stereotyped. And then just what the actual, and then it ended up not really being a slasher at all. It just started being some sort of like, Ooh, we're gonna have some scary moments. Yeah, scary moments, and you know, I don't even remember, remember the ending too much. I just remember it not being that that really. Um, it was just like great. The I just remember the, it being yeah. The, it was also the twist and what they had ended up doing was just kind of very like predictable. Not even, it's, I wouldn't say predictable to, for me. It was just like not fun to watch. It was just like because I, th- I think um, yeah, it just wasn't that like engaging uh, intellectually. I guess. And, and honestly, that's a lot of the there, things that oh I appreciate God, with these films. It? There was that there was that scene where they're singing in the cabin, and yeah. I remember just being like, "This is the cringiest thing I've seen this entire year." Like yeah, it was all. Just there's no. Reason. It was like a five minute scene. It was like five minutes of these people singing the song in the cabin. I was like, how does this progress the story? Why do I care? Why did oh, you it was, be, like a, why it was like a popular song too, wasn't it? Yeah, and I was yeah. like, this has no 
reason to be here. Actually, I think there was one like, time in the film that I had fun. They're like, oh my god, look, we're all together. And I was like, <laughs> this is terrible. This is just for them to I, be bonding so that we feel bonding. some kind of like <laughs> exactly. emotional connection if they die. Also, the body count's like three. Well, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't a slasher film. Like They it's they slash them as the film, no, and wait, there's no slashers. The, I'm going to spoil this because I doubt anyone cares. None of the kids die. That's what I thought. Yeah, exactly. So there was no slashing. or All, all the kids survive, uh, and I like, okay, so this is another issue I have. If you're going to make a slasher film, right. you have to kill people. But slasher, also, yeah, exactly. I felt like they were scared to kill any of the LGBTQ kids right? because they didn't want to risk getting that like flack from online. I can see that. But I'm like, if you're going to do it, you either go all in or you don't do it at all. Right. Well, that's the thing. Is that, yeah, exactly. Especially, well, see, my issue with it is that they have the film called literally They Slash, like Slasher film. They Slash Them, right? And Kevin Bacon was yeah. heavily marketing this. He was yeah. like hyping the shit out of this. And it's like, dude, three people die. Right. Three. And they're all the adults. I'm going to be honest with you. In my head, I thought Kevin Bacon was Ethan Hawke. <laughs> and so like until now, until just right now, I, that's what I didn't realize. But... Kevin Bacon, not Ethan Hawke. So we were talking about Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Anyways. It's really um, weird to see the high and the low of the year for him, all right, huh? All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So that, that was not a great film. Now, this film, I, I know all of you, whoever, <laughs> all of my movie f- uh, cinema friends, cinephile friends, I know you're going to hate me for this. You just, uh, and you're going to want to click away, but I ask you just to listen, listen and hear me out. <laughs> And uh, my eighth film, worst film of the year, is After Sun. Um, this is a film that basically follows a daughter and a father as they really just have this vac- vacation that interweaves found footage, or not found footage, but uh, footage from her childhood and with scenes that she's created. Um, we watched this in a like a hundred year old theater. Not uh, uh. that that's a detriment to this film at all. It, it did it did hinder the experience a little bit, not going to lie. I will say that I didn't connect to this film whatsoever. Um, I definitely understand that if there's some sort of intrinsical value for you and, and that you see yourself in that situation or with those, you know, understanding those characters, that you, can, you could relate to this and maybe even enjoy it. But I felt the scenes, the entire film was just bland. Like, there was no... There was no excitement for me in this at all it was just a lot of shots still shots that were just recording very simple things and a lot of just like weird angles um a lot of dialogue that just felt like it was just there to not even serve a, a purpose to be honest with you um i didn't connect to these the, the family at all and honestly i thought that the dad was kind of just a dick and i didn't really care about the girl at all um so i don't know i just didn't connect to this one at all and that's why it didn't work for me i remember us going to see this and being kind of excited because it's 824 and we're like oh we don't really know much about this going in and then we sat down and like I, we, we sat there and i was like man i'm bored like mm-hmm. it, it took so long and like i think in my review i said like i understand why people are liking it i get why people love it but it doesn't work for me on any emotional connection, like any emotional level, any any at any point. I think it's good. The way for I what it is. The way I, I really look at this film was like a kind of like if I was looking at a piece of writing. It's a very flowery poem. Like it it has poignancy and it has elegance, and I recognize that. But at the same time, I can still read the words on the page and not like them whatsoever. And ultimately, that's the thing: is I watch this movie and I see that it has craft, and I understand that it can work for some people. 
but it just doesn't hit me on any level. Like, I just don't like this film. This is another one of those movies where we watched it, and I was like, everyone's going to think the same way we do. Yeah. And then the reviews yeah. started coming, coming in, in, and, and we're just, just like, like, I'm just like Ouch. what's wrong with us? Ouch. Yeah. Uh, one of our friends, I think, gave it five stars, like their second favorite movie of the year. And yeah. I was just like, what? Yeah, no, I mean, I've, I've seen a lot of people give this – uh, high high reviews four, and a four, lot of four and a half and I'm just like in five and I I really see mostly people that connect to it on like a very real level and and see themselves in it and see it as a more an emotional journey and on that sense I can I can see how that can touch something very much so how and I don't expect this from a lot of people but like tick tick boom how that touched me personally and I don't think people rated it, it was rated highly but not you know as high as I think I gave it. Oh no, no. Yeah, you love Tick Tick Moon. I do. I just, um I oh my god. The average rating on Afterson is four point two. Yeah. It just blows my mind because then there's like I have one person on the iFollow that agrees with us and everybody else is a four and a half or five. Yeah, so um that was one that's gonna be definitely a hot button topic for me and I definitely um understand if you do like it, but if you don't, I mean, you know, that that's also okay too, film is objective. I mean, I don't know. Um, just, maybe it's just like, now, like too real, too realistic, and I never had that like feeling of like not knowing what was going on with my parents, and like I always knew what was going with them. Right. So, well, like, I didn't get that. Here's feeling. a film that on my seventh of my worst films of 2022. Um, it's something that's not very realistic at all, and um, it is a film I was actually looking forward to this year because the first one that we had watched was actually super enjoyable and came out of nowhere. This one is Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I'm actually surprised this is on your most disappointed. Man, man, I swear. <laughs> okay, Sonic the Hedgehog was a really fun film. You know, I didn't expect anything of it because it's Sonic the Hedgehog. It's a video game adaptation. Usually they don't do too well. But then Sonic the Hedgehog comes out, and it's actually, like, really entertaining. And it's fun, and, and it's, you know, it is quirky. It has, you know, Jim Carrey as um, Dr. Robotnik. And it's very just, like gung-ho but also like it has real heart in it and that's why i really enjoyed it and i was and i was looking forward to them bringing that to the, to the second one with well, maybe with tails and um knuckles and you know expanding the universe a little bit but then they decided to go the complete opposite of what they did in this one to remove all the heart and just throw in a bunch of like lame under the t- under the table um uh, you know slapstick uh, comedy potty humor potty humor um just nothing of real substance and that is really just bothered me to the core because it, I just I really appreciated the first one and I was looking forward to this one. It felt like they dropped the age rating down like yeah. ten years because yeah. like Song of the Hedgehog one I did not see it until oh, the, this movie was going to come out and I was like I had to watch the first one before I can watch the second one. And so I watched it. I was like, man, I kind of like this. The soundtrack's really good. The mm-hmm. action's good. Sonic's a good realized character. And watch the second one. I think I just sat there in like shock of how terrible it was. Yeah, I was like, just so can, disappointed. And, you know, I'm going to say this, and I don't think it's a like a reason that it's not that good. I felt the COVID production. I don't even – yeah, I could, I could kind of see that. No, yeah, I mean no, – no, Nobody felt like they were in the same space together. Right. No, you're right, because they had to. Yeah, you're right. Even Jim Carrey, like, you could tell most of the scenes were just him by himself. Well, see, that was the thing. Even Jim Carrey's scenes, when I loved in the first one, this one felt very just – phoned in like like he like he had maybe that might have been the reason was because I, it, the just, COVID thing. it feels very covid like because yeah. you know you don't really have any of the the, the human characters are kind of sidelined and then even in the incorporation of the new characters like you know knuckles and, and uh tails they just felt so unneeded 
kind of like oh look we have them now yeah that's exactly how <laughs> i felt like so i mean that was why i was super disappointed by this one but not as much as i was disappointed by jurassic world dominion at my number six spot this what is a, what a trash dumpster movie. fire yeah it is dumpster <laughs> fire i honestly it makes me mad a little bit thinking about it because i it's so simple to make a Jurassic World, Jurassic Park film, Jurassic Nobody, World. Like, how hard is it? It's to make horror. A dinosaur Jurassic movie? World is horror. Jurassic Park is horror. Like, that's what it's about. Like, no, give it. It's not hard. Science. Horror. No, no, no. You're but right. it's like science it's, fiction horror, right? Like, it's how hard is it to make dinosaurs scary? Like, I'm They're terrified. Of, I'm, like, the first Jurassic Park, and I remember seeing that as a kid. And I remember being terrified of, of of T Rexes for no like no T Rexes don't exist. I'm afraid of T Rexes, bro. Like. <laughs> Like I love and and I have a fear of T Rexes equally because of that first Jurassic Park film, film. and even, you know even, even subsequent the, subsequent films too. Yeah, even those other ones still have the horror elements. <laughs> like they're not, it's not, it's not horror where they're in your face about it, but it's situational horror. And then they decide to do the thing where they bring back the old characters, and then which is fine. Like if you do that, I think Ghostbusters Afterlife did it very well. Scream, the new Scream, Scream did it very well. Yes. Um, I, I just think that in this one, there was no reason for them to bring them back. They didn't have a viable reason. They, they were completely separate from the from the rest of the cast. They, they separated them and then brought them together for like them just to be like, oh, my God, look, it's the guy. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, then, and then can we talk about the sure. big villain? The, the locusts? What a fucking Yeah. Okay. So that, that was going to be, my, that was gonna be my, my next point. And really the main gripe I have with this film is that you're not. So you have a film called Jurassic World Dominion, basically where we're dinosaurs have taken over the world right are starting to take over the world and integrate into society and what you decide to lead with the film with is not like pterodactyls flying through Newark and just picking humans up off the street what you decide to go with is locusts in kansas (laughs) or or in ohio i don't know like like why would i want that crops yeah like dude what a choice i I get the the scientific thing behind it like and i understand that aspect of it but i don't want to watch that i don't care some guy really like was writing this and was like you know, I could use dinosaurs, but these locusts, bro. And, like, they okayed it. I know. Like, they were like, that's a good choice. Like, what? I want to see I want to see Planet of the Apes, but dinosaurs. Like, what? What? what why can't I have that? T- you have pterodactyls, giant, like, they're, they're roaming the earth, and you choose locusts to go after crops. Like, they, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping they rectify this in the future of maybe doing some other ones. But I'm just imagine, of, like, imagine them using, like, a, like a, a, what is it, Stegosaurus, the big ones with, like, the spikes on the back. Mm-hmm. I, I imagine imagine using, the like, that, but, like, to bring, like, you know, in construction to, like, lift stuff. Like, I don't know, like, or using, like, a, a Brontosaurus, like, as a crane. Like, I just think it'd be really cool to see them integrated into society somehow. Like, I almost just don't uh, want them to stop. I'm just, like, Jurassic World 1 was really good. Yeah. Well, especially Everything because. Everything after that was not. Yeah, I don't know. That one was super disappointing, and I think, um, yeah, and I even think Chris Pratt and even all all the characters just felt so like, like they didn't get developed. Like they stopped progressing their characters, and they, they just kind of threw up a scenario for them to be put in so, with some dinosaurs. I don't know. I didn't really appreciate it that much, and the kill count wasn't even that high. Um, and you know, all I care about in Jurassic World films is people dying. I don't like it's so simple. It's not like we're asking for a lot here. All right, we're gonna debate about this one. Um and I mean not, not a debate but we're gonna have some bones to pick with each other, um triangle of sadness um and I actually think, I'm I sure think you're wrong uh, <laughs> yeah he thinks I'm wrong and I'm sure a lot of you do too because a lot of people you enjoyed it um triangle of sadness and here um I just did not enjoy this film at all I um, I honestly I, do not know what you really expected because I went into it expecting what I got and I was so happy with what I got all right so I think well, the reason I thought about this is because. 
I didn't actually watch a full trailer for this film. I probably should have because <laughs> maybe I would have like understand what I was watching a little bit sooner. But because because the first trailer that I've seen, or the really only piece of marketing that I've seen for this film, was a specific scene in the film where um, they're all modeling and they're doing their faces and you know and they're all you know basically you know, the one main character is modeling, and that's kind of like all I watched. Um, and so I just assumed this was like about like a modeling guy yeah, you just got slapped in the face in this movie <laughs> yeah and so so I, I go into that with that pretense and that's the opening scene right so i'm still thinking that's that's the film and then you know then he meets this girl who's also a model and i'm like oh this is like really interesting like and then you know and then they kind of like have this like really like aggressive back and forth uh banter i don't know if you can hear me laugh just because i'm just thinking about like yo we, we had totally different experiences right i know but like, <laughs> i had you know they have this like really cool back, back and forth banter and then all of a sudden they're getting on a yacht and i'm just like all right this is an interesting <laughs> turn just getting on a random yacht like with some random people and then and then it starts going away from them and going into some other characters and I'm just like what is going on I'm so like I thought that film was about them why are we going into these other characters these old people I don't care like what is happening I'm so confused and yeah then it turns into more of like a black comedy satire with and then I just was honestly by the, by the point it got any really any further I just was like I don't know what the film is anymore <laughs> I don't care like I really just don't care and um, from there, I, I, I stayed. I was actually the only person in the theater, but I stayed and I watched. I kept watching, and I just could not get behind anything in it at all. Um, okay, so let me yeah. let me explain this. I didn't watch the trailer. Everything I knew was from people's reactions online. Okay. And one of them was uh, one of our friends went to an early screening and got a barf bag as, like, a thing from it. And so I was like, oh, so it's going to be gross. <laughs> and that's, that's all my pretense was going into this. Probably would make sense. Uh, we got in there, and there was – I think five people in that theater with us. There was these two kids or three, two guys sitting below us. These dudes would not stop laughing. <laughs> and I don't know if you've ever been to a scenario where people are laughing, but it makes you, you laugh. laugh. Yeah. And so I'm already enjoying this. Cause like, this is my type of humor. Cause I don't like comedy. Right. But this comedy worked for me. Cause I got fucked up humor. And there were <laughs> scenes where I was laughing and Jada just kept being like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Jada's his wife, by the way. And there's like, oh my god! So there's a scene where they're they're all vomiting, right? And I'm yeah. laughing my ass off because it is so funny to me. And these guys below us are laughing their ass off because <laughs> it is so funny to them. Well, and see, then, here's the thing too. Well, sorry, go ahead. There's a scene where the toilets are overflowing. Yeah, yeah. And like the water's going down the hallway and it hits this dude in the face, dude. I laughed for like five minutes straight. And I'm gonna lie, like Jada was like, "You need to stop." And I was like, "But bro, it's so funny." But I loved this like i See, thought this was the funniest thing i've seen this entire year like it might be the funniest thing i've seen this entire year because i laughed so hard even to the point where they got on the island just because i was like all this comedy all this situational stuff hits for me because everyone is so care like as a character mm -hmm. caricature of a normal person i was like i love this everyone's so stupid everyone's ridiculous nobody mm -hmm. matters and it is perfect <laughs> yeah i mean that that i mean i wonder if like having because like i said i was the only person in my theater so i wonder if like having some of the people in there that were laughing like would change my mind or really anything but i was just so confused with what was happening i mean i wasn't really confused after that point i guess i i did get on board with the story like i understand what was going on i just bro the scene uh, i just was like i don't want to watch this like this is not something i'm the scene to watch. where woody harrelson's in the cabin with the other guy and they're just sitting there with the loudspeaker and he's like reciting like in poetry and shit through the loudspeaker system 
I could not stop laughing, dude. Like, I was like, this is the best movie at that point. It was like in my top 10. Like, wow. I was like, this is amazing. And then these two guys just down there cracking up at everything. <laughs> And then it made me laugh, and then we would laugh, and it would make them laugh. Like it was some like I was like maybe we should move down I'll there and just, for, just <laughs> make friends. <laughs> and it was also like God, I think it was like during like we just had a snowstorm, so like nobody was coming out to the theater, and that's why we went. I was like maybe no one will be there. Wow. And then like I'm pretty sure these like there was like an older like lady or man that was like in the theater, and I'm pretty sure they walked out. Jeez. And it was just us and that like two guys down there just laughing. I love that. It's so no, I mean, the theater experience definitely can make your whatever oh, yeah. it has, I mean, uh, you know, better or worse. I, I, I almost forgot this movie came out, too. And then yeah. I saw it on your list. I was like, bro, I want to own this. I want to rewatch this. This movie is fantastic. I, here's the thing. I mean, I, I did put it on my worst list because I think that was just one of the worst experiences that I've had this year. Oh, yeah. um, I just I think. Was, I, remember, I remember when I got out and I just texted you. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <'cause>, exactly. <laughs> now, this next film, we do agree about. We do agree about. It was actually on your list. Um, at number four, I have the 355. Such a disappointment. Um, <laughs> no, it was a disappointment, and I'll tell you. I, I want to expand a little bit, just just briefly. Specifically, the reason I ga- I gave it the worst, and really why it really upsets me, is because in this era when we have John Wick, where we have nobody, uh, nobody to film, um, where we have, I mean, a superhero film twenty five, um, action is not hard to, to do. And why did they have to shaft the female action? Oh, so that was that was the second the second thing I wanted to go into is because the. I mean, th- this action was just very shaky. It was shaky cam to the max. Like, if you if you know what shaky cam is, basically they, they shake the camera to make it look like more things are going on than necessarily. It was that plus just, like, way over-edited cuts. Like, it was cut, 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 and you just saw flashes of stuff, and you couldn't really see what was going on in any of the action scenes. And that was the only thing that made the film, or what should make the film fun. Like, you know, you should, especially when you're going to an action film, it should be, like, scenes that support the action for that to be fun. And that was another thing. I was excited for this film because I love female action-led films more than I, I more than I probably do like men-led ones. This just made me think about Ocean's Eight and how it was like the female-led Ocean's Eleven type movie, mm-hmm. and how disappointing that was. So it's like, why can't you guys get these female-led action films correct? I know. I did like Charlie's Angels. I don't. I don't think. I think I was in the minority on that, but I did. Yeah, like you are definitely. You were. You were definitely a minority. I haven't <laughs> even seen it, and I can tell you were in the minority of that. <laughs> I liked it a lot. All right, all right. But anyways, this one I did not like at all. But that yeah, that was really the thing. As I was just really disappointed in the fact that well, we left. But uh, I mean, also the fact you know just the action was horrible, and then even the dialogue and the actual interactions between the characters were just not good. They just feel so forced. Um, this one also is going to be uh, a little bit of a. It's controversial it's opinion not, it's not a little it's a huge i agree with you but. i know I, I hate having them because i i you know i hate putting myself into that position but i do i just don't like it um now this is the sequel to the hit film x which i actually found pretty pretty decent um pearl um t west's the one they kind of made in secret um or you know they made while they were making x Pearl, I just, I, I did not vibe with this film at all. I, w- I didn't care about this girl who was going to turn into a naked old lady that was going to murder people in in X. I don't care about this character at all. I don't, why, why would I even go see this film? I don't know. I, I did it because movies, but... <laughs> you know what's funny um, is I, I actually liked the first, like, 30 minutes. I was really into it. No. Up until the scarecrow scene. And I was like, oh, I mean, it. I'm checking out. You guys are getting too weird now. <laughs> I, I no, I wouldn't say I went into this film not wanting to like it. I I, I want to go into film every liking every film, 
But I think the notion that they had set up beforehand of the, what this lady person turns into, it's almost like, how do how do you, you have to convince me to like this character. And they never did. They just made her so unlikable to me. You know what scene I really don't like, but everyone seems to? The 20-minute monologue. The 20-minute monologue, dude. It's not 20 minutes. It's like 10 minutes, though. I fucking sat there. We were in the theater, and I was sitting there, and I was like, oh, my God. I, I almost left. This, I just want this to end. And it, like people are like praising her performance, and nah. you know what? I'm gonna be, I'm gonna speak this out. I'm gonna be in the minority here. I'm, gonna, I don't like Mia Goth, and I know, every, I know, oh, blasphemy! Oh God! Oh, she was the director. Yeah, but Mia okay, Goth, Mia Goth's the, uh, actress. Yeah, yeah, dude, I just don't like. I don't her. like. It's not. Like it's her. not that she's not a good actress. She just doesn't work for me. And it's like her performances just feel very like overdone. And then everyone online is saying how good she is. I'm like, why? And yeah. Like, no one's no one's given me a real reason why. Everyone just praises her, and I don't understand it because it doesn't work for me. I will say this: I liked her. She was good. She was okay. She was pretty good in in X. I, I think she's not even who I remember in X. She's the girl that goes like, "I'm a CX symbol." Yeah, but okay, I like well, Jenna Ortega is one that stole the show in X for me. And then Pearl. Um, specifically, I don't, I didn't like the character, so I just don't know, I don't know about, I'm, my verdict's a lot about Mia Goth, because I don't know if I don't like her, or if I just don't like that specific. I had to see more. I, I don't I, know. I may, She's kind of playing it, the same character in both of them. Well, maybe, well, maybe it's just yeah. Ty West directing with her, but I don't know, people keep praising her, and it just doesn't work for me. Right. No, I agree. Um, sorry, I heard a snap, so. Um, but, you know, it, it's one of the things, and here's what I'll say about Pearl. I didn't like it, but I also feel like maybe if I had. Right. The uh, Maxine, like when that comes out, and I can do like a triple feature where I right. watch each one and I see the full what's happening, maybe I'll appreciate them more. I thought X was okay. I didn't really work for me either, and I love slashers, but it's just I I need this. I feel like I need uh, the full thing before I can really judge her. Yeah, no, I agree. So um, that one didn't work for me, but I mean I do understand why it can work for other people. If you enjoyed X and you like Mia Goth, then sure. I mean I can definitely see that. Um, now we also agree on this film, um, fall, um, that one, number two spot did not just, no, fell flat for me. Um, <laughs> flat, flat. that's funny. Um, heights. Um, no, really, honestly, here's the reason why, because the, the heights, it just, none of the scares worked for me. Um, I think the, the, it, tw- the, the, the main, okay. And I, I, I spoke this entire time about being intellectually pleased and, you know, when I'm yes. watching a film and, um, and really, that's that's when a film really goes really great for me is when I can you know really engage thoughtfully with the film. And her issue with this, like you know, and the the girls that went went out on this thing was that she had very real trauma from her boyfriend dying dying in this accident. And her and she wasn't like, ready. Her, her friends like, no, you just come on out. Yeah, she wasn't ready like, to go like, on this. Like, bam, that's a terrible friendship. It is. You're a terrible friend. She's a terrible friend, and I just I was like, and she, honestly, she was a little because she, she was even dumb for. Really, even going on it too. She and she knew she was, and so and oh my god, I don't know. We I'd, didn't talk about the twist, right? And I want the I twist is awful. I knew this twist was going to be a thing, and then when it I didn't revealed, know the twist was a thing, I figured it out because I was like, this just doesn't work. The way this is like, and I'm, okay, so I, when it comes to twist, I usually can figure it out. Like yeah. I, I got the killer and happy death day over a trailer. Like it doesn't take me a lot, but if I could sit there and just be like, well, of course. Right, bro. Like what? And then they revealed the twist and fall, and I was like, "This is just forty-seven meters down." Like, yeah. like now you know the twist of forty-seven meters down. It's the same fucking movie. Is it really? It's the same thing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. See <laughs> the 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 uh, um. I don't know. See the twist. I just didn't. I don't know. I didn't engage with it at all. I didn't engage with any of the actual scares they're trying to set up. 
Um, really, the premise was also really silly to me. Honestly, the entire thing just just kind of just didn't work. Um, Who yeah. the fuck climbs a radio tower without telling her anybody she's climbing the radio tower? You're see that, stupid. That, well, see that's a, exactly <laughs> that's the thing that that's what really bothers me the most. Dumb so. characters making dumb decisions just is not a fun movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, actually, that actually is a perfect segue. No, because this movie's and great. So one we wrong. can. <laughs> Another one we this both the, disagree the, on. No, I don't disagree on this one. I like this one. You're wrong. <laughs> I'm just wrong. I'm wrong for not liking bodies, bodies, bodies. It's so good. Mm, nah. All no, no, the no, characters no. are stupid, and it works so well. <laughs> Again, I mean, yeah, they just the characters were so stupid, and that was my issue. I they love just it. they were not. The one thing in a film that is easy to do is just to communicate. And if you just communicated one... If any of these characters took five seconds to just actually communicate what they were thinking, the Drugs. entire thing would just be over. Like, the entire thing will be over. And instead, we go to this trampede of... You know, the yeah, stampede of just complete, like, just honestly just bull crap. And... <laughs> You know the the every scene just gets worse and worse, and I'm just like, why, why? Like I, I kept asking myself, why every single scene? Why are you doing this? Why won't you just talk to each other? Why won't you just why won't you just do this? Like why won't you make smart decisions? Why? Yeah. And then it gets to the end, and then uh, and then the the ending and the the twist. I mean, again, at this end of this film, it does have a nice twist. I liked I liked what it did, but at the same time, at it all just felt like so stupid. Like at the end, it was like this is the end, and they're just like, yeah. And by the way, yeah, it didn't mean anything. Why do you have to prove my whole thing about like I like good twists wrong? Because this twist is so fucking obvious to me that legit when this started, when they when they started going after each other, like you fucking did it. I was like, well, obviously he did it. Well, to no, I think I, know, I think I know why. I think what what happens is even if you can predict twists, I think as long as they execute them all, and they. You know, and, and the movie doesn't really like say, "Haha, so you you didn't get it," or you know, it doesn't really hold you like my, above the. My twist thing is because I knew, I knew what happened as soon as it did. As soon as they like, he hit the window. I was like, "I know what happened. I get it." See, and then I was just watching them spiral, and I was just like, "This is so much fun!" Because I just kept watching one person be like, "You did it," and I was like, "They're all so stupid. This is wonderful." And I was like, "It's so obvious. You guys are so dumb." Nah. <laughs> I just what and, just and then I'm just gonna throw this in here. Yeah, go ahead. I absolutely adore Rachel Sinow. Uh, is that Sinat, one of the Sinat, I I just adore her. She was in Shiva Baby. Oh yeah. I think she is a fantastic actress, and I just adore her so much. I and think she was so funny in this movie, and I was just like, man, this is so good. Which 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 one was the only one that was actually like worried about anything? I believe that was, was so the main chick. Yeah, Sophie. Yeah. Wait, Sophie? Oh no, no, B, 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 B. Oh, well, regardless, I mean, yeah, I know there was only one character in the entire film that was just like has any common sense. common sense, but yeah, nobody would listen to her. And then, but then, even at some point, she makes uh, dumb decisions too. And I'm just like, I, I give up. I loved it. I don't know. I get where you're coming from, and like as soon as you were like, I don't like it, and I was just like, I think it's fun. I don't know. Honestly, it was this. It was this in Triangle of Sadness that really made us like wonder if we were if I just like black com- like if I didn't like black comedies or not. Which I'm just which are dark comedies, you know. I, I so <laughs> Triangle Sadness and Bodies are both movies I have heavily like told people to watch. I've, I've recommended these to a lot of people just because I had a lot of fun, and then there are movies yeah. you don't like, and I'm just like, yo, that Bodies though, that movie is great. And then Nick watched it, and Nick was like, eh. and I was uh-huh. like, oh, eh, eh, it's amazing, oh, eh. <laughs> but. 
All right. Well, that was my top 10, uh, or sorry, top 10 worst films of, of 2022. Um, I know there's a lot of contra- contradictory and, and, you know, going to be polar opposite um, ideas in these in these films. But I want to know what you think. Um, am I wrong? I probably am on a lot of these um, <laughs> from what you think. But let me know down in the comment section. I really would love to have a conversation with you guys and just see um, what your thoughts are. And let us know your ten least favorite movies you watched this year. Yeah, I would love I'd love to see those too. Um, you know, you can follow find my lists and everything like that at uh, on Letterboxd at Mitch Reviews, and that's M Y T C H. Um, otherwise, um, you look out next week. We're going to be talking about um the film Wolfwalkers, Wolfwalkers and also going to be talking about our best films of 2022. Um, and so we can go into that a little bit. Uh, talk about what we love. Um, until next time, uh, you can find us on uh, YouTube, Instagram, uh, Twitter, really wherever you and you know podcasts wherever you we're, want to. We're on everything. On everything, um, pretty much everything's going to be at Into the Filmverse uh, or Into the Filmverse podcast. Um, and you know, until next time, Excelsior. Excelsior.